Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the last le lesson other than a review in 1 Peter. This is 1 Peter chapter 5, the very tail end, the last paragraph. Of it. This is episode 33 in the book. I'm going to start with verse 10. After you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. By Silvanus, by Silvanus, a faithful brother as I regard him, I have written briefly to you, exhorting and declaring that this is the true grace of God. Stand firm in it. She who is at Babylon, who is likewise chosen, sends you greetings, and so does Mark, my son. Greet one another with the kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ Jesus. And there ends the book of First Peter. All right, so we're going to start here today where God is saying, hey, be ready. Uh, after all the suffering, be ready for God to come through after suffering or in suffering and in suffering, I guess. For God called you to his grace. So this is about him and he's present in it. And it says he's going to restore you. That is, he's going to mend you. He's going to confirm you. He's going to make you able. He's going to strengthen you, make you strong, and establish you, put you on the right path. And to him be the dominion, the power, the might, the rule, the sovereignty. If this is, First Peter ends like an epic movie where there's great trouble through. It's it's a theology of, of suffering as I see the book of First Peter, you know, in a single sentence. So there's great trouble, but how does this end? It, it ends with the Lord's dominion forever and ever. It means in all places and at all times. So long ago and forever in the future and no no inch of the universe that it doesn't, doesn't cover. This is Jesus. To him be the dominion forever and ever. All right, so here we're going to end with three kind of people uh, at the end where, where Paul is going to greet them. The first one, I, I just want to say, is Babylon. Now, Babylon is a reference, say the scholars, to Rome. It's not actually a person. It's not actually a woman. It's the it's the church that is surviving in the evil empire of Rome. So she who is at Babylon, who is likewise chosen, the chosen people of Rome, the chosen people of God's kingdom who have to be in the thick of it in Rome there send you greeting. Now, let's talk about this guy, Silvanus, who's also called Silas. Now, he is a trusted companion of Paul, not Peter, Paul. Um, and he's mentioned often and all the way kind of through the New Testament. He was uh, just after the first missionary journey where Paul uh, landed back in uh, Jerusalem, uh, a group of people, the, the leaders there that had been on the first missionary journey, journey, and the leaders from the church of Jerusalem, of which Silas was one of them, they go up to Antioch, the other epicenter of missionary sending and a good a good church. That's where Christians were first named. They go up there, and, he, and Silas was called a leading men among the brothers. They brought a letter and they said, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us not to lay on you any greater burden. And then they explained some stuff about sacrificing, uh, meat sacrifice to idols and a couple of things like that. So 
Judas and Silas, who were prophets, encouraged and strengthened the brothers, and then they went back to Jerusalem. So a couple things about this is, is Silas has been a leader in the church for a long time. Now, the book of First Peter that we're in right now is one of the last books of the New Testament, let's say 65 AD. And he is referred to in this little story of this Jerusalem emissary. Um, that was in about 49 AD. So not from the, the very first in the New Testament, but pretty, pretty close. And then uh, almost to the very, very end of it. So he's one of the first, and he's one of the last faithful Christians. So he's been a faithful brother for a very, very long time. He's mentioned in 2 Corinthians. He's mentioned in 1 Thessalonians um, and 2 Thessalonians. I can't even say it here today. And it's by this person that Paul, that Peter, excuse me, has chosen to carry what is the most valuable thing uh, on earth, which is this 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 letter, which he describes um, as the true grace of God. So in my opinion, for a while, and maybe even still, this is the most valuable thing on the planet, the most valuable thing on earth, Peter gives to Silas. Okay, so we have the Greetings to the the she who is at Babylon, the Roman church, Silvanus, who is also called Silas, and then this final guy who is Mark, my son, calls him his, his son, younger. And remember, this is one of the great stories uh, of the New Testament. Who is Mark, who abandons Paul on the first missionary journey, and rightly so. There's this there's a there's this rift with him. Uh, that's the bad news. The good news is, is that he is restored. And here and here we find that he is still being faithful. Now, his spiritual journey has a, a, a big, huge, you know, speed bump in it. And my question today is, what will your spiritual journey look like? Will it be a steady period of faithfulness like Silas? Or will it actually be known for this this uh, this speed bump of unfaithfulness? And the great part about the story is not the unfaithfulness. The great part about the story is is the restoration to ministry and service. So I'm not recommending a period of unfaithfulness. I'm not recommending that you be known by this. However, if you have had a, a period of unfaithfulness, that I think the very very encouraging. Uh, thing is that this doesn't disqualify you from from future service. And we have uh, Mark, also called John Mark, we have him proclaiming the excellencies of God, uh, even though the road to those excellencies has been a little bit rough. And finally, we said we have this, this thing, greet one another with a kiss of love. Because First Peter is a book about some suffering and some difficulties, absolutely, when the church gets together, they greet one another warmly. So go today, be faithful. If you've got a bump, keep being faithful. And uh, when you go to church on the sunny, greet, greet one another warmly because people have been in the battle. Thanks for listening to the book of First Peter.